0: Welcome to Productivity Mastery. Stoy here, a productivity and performance coach on a mission to help businesses and people get the most out of their time. On this podcast, I'll bring you exceptional performers and together unlock what it takes to perform at your highest level. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this episode. Today... Yet another amazing guest, uh heart-driven leader uh, straight from the Latvian, beautiful country of Latvia. Uh, I'm here with Santa Jakuba, uh, who is an experienced HR professional, not just an HR professional, but somebody who's a leader who cares about the mental health and uh, understands very well the connection between taking care of your mental health, the mental health of your team and how this impacts the performance uh, by having work in, in a number of uh, companies and uh, I can't wait to dig into extracting the wisdom from this uh, this exceptional lady. Santa, great having you on the podcast, at the live show. How are you doing today?
1: Thank you, thank you. It is such a pleasure to be here. Um, I I think it's great autumn day maybe some will say it's still summer but as a, a late summer um, born person myself i do like a time when you start layering your uh, clothes and when you start uh, taking out your favorite big mugs with uh, anything in so uh, it's it's great and i do love thursdays because it mean it means it's uh coming up weekend and we can spend it outside as it's Super
0: great uh, weather. Beautiful, beautiful. Love your uh, cup, your mug, by the way. Uh, But for for those of you who don't know you, uh, would you like to share with with our audience um, a little bit about your story, about your professional journey, and what brought you into doing what you do today?
1: Um, Yes, so I, I really don't know what actually if i need to be truly honest with you i think it was a lot of uh, coincidences it was a lot of uh, super great people around me but uh, probably um, you said that the first very well that uh, it was my heart and i try to follow um, anything that i believe is uh, true and uh, will bring um, some something good uh, to the world to next generations just uh, giving uh, that kind of a good impact i don't always necessarily think that i'm something like i don't know alfred einstein or something that i will do something great but if i can impact somebody to do something great that they believe that it's uh, that it's great what they are doing then i think i have done well at this world so that's why actually. From just being a salesperson, uh, at some point, I, I, I kind of shifted towards leading people. And I, I think it's um, not always like leading as a position, a job position, but just uh, with things I do. And I, I, I always am very humble, but I, I think the good words that people have said, uh, says that my smile and optimism is uh, that what has brought me here and a passionate
0: hr specialist yeah as you said thank you santa for this introduction everybody who's tuning in right now i'm here with santa jacoba and uh if you'd like to have your questions answered we have this opportunity right now for those watching live Uh, we're talking about mental health and performance at the workplace please post your question as a comment and i'll make sure to ask uh, Santa, who has a lot of experience and would love to share with you. So I'll be the first one to, obviously, to start with the questions. Uh, Santa, where is all this um, passion about mental health? Uh, you know, we had a conversation last week and we talked about what should, what should we talk about and and you were very passionate about the topic. What what really made you so passionate about mental health?
1: Yeah. Uh... If I kind of break it down a little, uh, my my grandmother uh, was an amazing uh, doctor, and uh, she had uh, well, she has uh, um, eight grandchildren, uh, two sons, and nobody chose a profession in a medical way, so she was always really upset about it. And at uh, some point, um, struggling actually as a teenager with uh, with a lot of stuff like uh, anxieties. I always try to be perfect and do everything in a super perfect manner. And, you know, it leaves an impact uh, that you um, actually don't start some things because you're afraid you won't do them perfectly. And uh, at some point, I just started to um, analyze myself. And, and I, uh, yeah, I saw that uh, being a very active, a physically active uh, um, teenager, active dancing, and doing all that stuff that it really did not... Um, Kind of raise my uh, uh, academic levels, and it was really hard to push through uh, stressful situations. So, I started to google it and kind of trying to find um, answers to my questions, uh, seeing around people who also struggle with uh, being uh, always perfect or some kind of other like eating disorders or anything, you know, teenagers struggle a lot of those things through. But I think the last straw, if I can say, was um, my um, not so rosy experience uh, after my son was born, um, as I already had uh, some uh, history with anxiety and kind of a depression. I had uh, a depression after yeah my giving birth. And, uh, and that's when I uh, decided that I will I want to help other people who, who don't know what's happening because I knew what was happening. It, uh, I sought help and, uh, and I think that uh, uh, I did not have any like severe conditions or anything, but uh, it still kind of gave me the last push to be a huge advocate because we do have a huge stigma around uh, mental health and uh, nobody is uh, judgy when you break your leg. But when you say that you are sad and you don't uh, want to go to work, and uh, then people are just saying, "Just um, you can do it, go do it," uh, you should smile more, <laughs> and it's it's actually not helping, right? So um, I I just think that if I can help with with the, my experience, with the, my positivity, and and just uh, saying that it's it's okay to, to be sad sometimes, and uh, um, yeah I, I really don't uh, want to uh, anyone be uh, like uh, scared or in shadows or afraid of things that are happening with them because I was and uh, but there are people who don't know what's happening with them and they can be very intelligent and, and uh, in other areas but uh, uh, yeah, but sometimes we don't know what's happening with us because it's not uh, like taught. You say that okay. You cut your finger. You 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 deal with that. You break your leg. You go to the doctor. But what happens when uh, when there's something wrong with your mental health?
0: And this is actually very good. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy that you got into this part with this topic. Um, I'm curious if you can share what are some of the signs. You know, a lot of people watching right now. Uh, thank you guys for watching, tuning in. Once again, you can ask a question if you want. And as you said, some of these things are more hidden. You know, it's not like when you break your leg; it's it's obvious. So, what are some of the signs that you are struggling your, with your mental health that we should be aware of as employees, as founders, as em, uh, entrepreneurs, but also to pay attention to our colleagues or to our employees? Yeah, uh,
1: thank you for the question. I I think. Um... Uh, there are a lot of signs that we sometimes like brush um, under the, uh, the carpet like we just think it's because the times are hard like at the moment with the with the pandemic happening um, it's um, like uh, you are very exhausted you can sleep through days and then you don't get better uh, things that uh, used to uh, be interesting for you that you were very passionate about don't bring joy to you anymore like I don't know if you like to go outside just it doesn't have to be anything like uh, huge it's just uh, the small things That your morning coffee is not as um, interesting to you anymore or somebody who used to be um, very into uh, like cinema or films now you ask about the newest film they have not seen it they don't even know what's so with that it's, it's like these small things that people, uh, we just think, oh, they, they have something on their mind, but uh, they will come up and uh, maybe you can see that the person is um, uh, more anxious than before. They are so alert or, or maybe on the other uh, degree, they just don't see anything happening around them. They are very numb to, to some kind of stimulus that's happening around them. So these are the kind of things you actually do see in the workplace but we just shrug them off as as, yeah it's stress oh it's the big project that's why John is so upset all the time or something like that. Just go and ask uh, how are they doing? What are they feeling at the moment? Um, Sometimes it's just they need to talk to somebody.
0: What what do you think are some of the biggest challenges for business leaders when it comes to creating an environment where mental health is is one of the priorities the mental health of the employees is at the top of the list um
1: that that i have thought about it very very much uh, because uh in a, in a lot of uh, interviews and in a lot of uh, talks with um like uh, colleagues uh, from hr yeah, you see that it's a big struggle um, because uh, there's this kind of a very thin line between um, allowing uh, your employees to, to work as they want to and uh, working as they need to to be like a productive company. So um, I think that's the biggest struggle because uh, if I put too many um, I don't know, games in, in the workplace or allow them to to take uh, extra time off or just work, I don't know, six hours de- today, they will start doing it uh, more often and then company will just be kind of paying people for nothing. Uh, I think that's the first thing that comes into uh, probably the employer's mind, just how to keep that balance. And uh, that, is, that is an art, I would say. There is no one definite answer and I'm I sure I'm not uh, <laughs> uh, good to say uh, what could be uh, that answer. But uh, sometimes it's just like with children. You should just ask your employees, uh, what are they missing? What would they enjoy more? Maybe um, allowing them to uh, choose from th- three things. Um, like uh, uh, flexible hours, uh, game night or or just um, giving them extra day off, a month or something like that. And they could choose one thing and uh, anyone can choose what they like that is in some kind of lines and norms for company. Um, yeah, I, I think that most of the employees uh, who are engaged in company, they will choose uh, wisely and uh, it will still be in the mind of uh, how company can, can be successful, not them just taking days off and, or, or getting paid
0: for it. Right, right. And I think I, I really like that you started sharing some strategies and um, as a HR professional working, uh, as I remember correctly, both in a startup and also in bigger companies, you probably have seen some successful strategies so, if there are some HR managers watching right now, if there is a, a founder of a company that wants to improve the mental health of their employees, what would be some specific, you know, hands-on strategies or maybe mindsets that you can you can suggest?
1: Um, well, I would uh, say just to not ignore uh, red flags that you, you that you see. Um, Uh, Having some time to connect with the team, Uh, of course, with a large company like uh, I was working with, uh, there was there were two uh, thousand employees. It's (laughs) impossible for the CEO or any of the board uh, to to connect with the with all of the workers. But uh, then uh, try to connect with the management to feel what what is the atmosphere in the groups. Uh, Having uh, informal meetings with them. Uh, not always about uh, the how are you doing and how are um, the goals are happening, just uh, connecting and, and giving them information. I think, uh, yeah, sharing the vision of the company. I, I see it very often that it's uh, like a secret where the company is going. What are the company's goals? What is the strategy? uh we don't want to say the numbers to to the our employees but uh, a lot of them are really interested and not because they they want to some kind of criticize it or whatever they just uh, want to be proud and trying to figure out how they can fit into this plan and how they can help it so um don't share a secret if it's not a secret actually and some of them don't need to be secrets um uh, yeah it's, it's The trust will pay back. I I would say that just trusting your employees that they are grown-ups and they are working for the company, with the company. Um, Yeah, and uh, a a lot of stuff that you can read um, also like uh, um, giving that, like trying to make an environment that uh, promotes um, showing your emotions, like saying that, oh yeah, the, this uh, person from this department is off because uh, they were really burnt out, so we gave them a month or two to, to just kind of get uh, things together. And uh, not saying like, oh, somebody, he has personal issues or something like that. Just being vocal about things that are happening. And um, and if possible, I always would uh, suggest like having somebody to go to talk to who is not working for companies' interests? I do understand that a lot of companies don't have such kind of resources, and uh, and I think that HR is not always the best to fulfill this role, because HR needs to work also for companies' um, interests. And if you get some kind of information that is uh, not aligned with with the, with what company would want, your it's it's very challenging position to be in. But
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, and this is also uh, part of the title of today's chat mental health and performance. Um, Sometimes we want to reach the numbers, we want to reach the deadlines, and mental health, well being of the employees of ourselves might be sacrificed in order to be able to reach these numbers and these short term goals. Uh, so that's also something that I wanna, I wanna. I'm curious to hear from you. Uh, you are also somebody who likes to do research and and to use statistics to implement those things. So is there anything that because a lot of people, be it business leaders of big companies, be it founders of uh, startups, they are struggling to figure out how do I find the time to actually create those space. You know, maybe feedback session, maybe uh, other time in which we take care of the mental health when we have so many pressing deadlines. So, could you share maybe elaborate how how is mental health and performance connected?
1: Well, it's it's not a lot of uh, Google doing, <laughs> not 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 a lot of research actually. It just takes uh, uh, opening the World Health Organization reports and. Uh, you can uh, see that uh, the numbers are um, surprisingly huge and i think surprising is not uh, stressing it enough uh, depression at the moment is uh, one of the leading causes of disability and it costs uh, around one trillion dollars annually in lost productivity one trillion dollars i i think it's it's impossible number and uh, if it's like for companies that, that they're um, there are employees who are not engaged and engagement also is not like that they know company's values. It's also that they um, have enough resources to fulfill them and to be uh, engaged in their everyday work. Uh, those numbers say that around um, 300 billion uh, uh, US dollars are lost annually for the companies for not having engaged employees. So it's it's just a huge amount of money that is lost for not investing in, in humans, uh, their mental health. And uh, sometimes uh, you don't need to have like super crazy um, shifting in environment or having puffs around everywhere, uh, like bean bags, or, or you, you don't need to like redecorate all your office. Sometimes you just need to look through... Um, like everyday duties that your employees need to do so that they will be yeah so that they are just uh, understandable because a lot of um, employees employees say that they really don't know what they need to do their duties are not clear and uh, uncertainty is one of of like the killers of productivity (laughs) and you would know it uh, (laughs) best so just Clearing out actually who needs to do what and when and and in what way we really appreciate it uh, to be done in this company, it would solve a lot of mysteries. So not uh, just knowing that I need to go to this meeting and I need to prepare this report and it's very crucial that I do this and that, and that's it. And if something changes, just again, be vocal about it. The communication, just uh, say it
0: it's uh, it's really interesting what you mentioned uh, i just finished um, before we started the podcast i just finished a um, uh full day workshop with um, startup accelerator from uh, croatia and we wrapped up the session with presenting um our framework from for the seven stresses of a founder and then the first one is uncertainty and and i can I can clearly see what you're saying right now with many employees struggling because they don't have the whole picture. They don't know why they do what they do. I've been given a task, but what is the goal? Why do I do this? Just by clarifying, giving the people a a higher perspective of, hey, we do this project because it's important for this. And uh, with that also connection with people struggling to define what exactly my responsibilities and my role is, Specifically, OK, I know the title of my role, but I'm struggling to figure out where exactly does it end and where, like, what is it that is, I'm responsible for, what my colleagues are, what uh, what my boss is. So that's, um, I think, uh, something else for those of you who are watching, who are part of a corporate or who are running a startup. Maybe you want to think, you, you might want to think about, do I communicate enough with uh, with my team because in my head everything might be clear, but do I communicate enough with my team? And do I do they are they clear? Do they have certainty about where are we going? What are their responsibilities? What is expected specifically for them? So uh, that's, a, that's a very very good point. And um, I just wanna I just wanna add to the first question. That we we have uh, Eva Dimitrova is asking us a question. Eva was the previous ghost of the podcast, so uh, it's very interesting. So her question is: What is the relationship between mental health and self worth slash confidence?
1: Oh, uh, there is one, of course, and uh, as a psychologist, to be. Uh, I am sure that uh, my my professors would have more deeper uh, answer to you, but uh, there could be um, at the same time that uh, mental health could could give you um, like bad mental health could g- give you um, a worsened self worth, um, like you lose confidence because of course like for example in anxieties and depression you surely don't really want to engage in with the people um you feel sad most of the time and uh, that doesn't make you feel good right uh but the mental health as like in psychology it would be more more broad and there are some kind of diagnosis of course where you feel too confident and uh, that is not good also so i would say that um It's worth mentioning that mental health also has uh, a big impact to our uh, physical health and if you feel good uh, like actually your body feels good then you are confident so it's it's like a really big triangle and even more angles to it so they when they say it all starts in your head in many cases it does
0: yeah, and there's a, such a huge connection, I think, sometimes we say, uh, oh, that that's uh, mental, oh, that's my body, but you're just one whole organism, right? I mean, try not to move and exercise and do anything for, you know, a few weeks in a row and see how you're going to feel also mentally. I mean, everything is connected, uh, which is why a holistic approach to those things is, is really, really important, and and I do believe leaders should uh, should give the example. If, if I'm a founder of a startup or if I'm, a, you know, like a senior manager and I'm the one that, that takes breaks, that is drinking water, that's uh, doing all the things, the small habits, the small things, and I embrace this, it's a lot higher possibility that a lot of people will actually follow uh, because... Uh, start with the leaders in many ways it it not necessarily have to start with the leaders it could start uh, but but leaders have also the authority to set up structures that are supporting this and as you said i loved what you said that it's not always about the resources you know obviously you can you can hire external consultants and coaches to set up the whole structure and that would be really helpful but if you don't have the resources there's you can just say hey guys let's have a I don't know. Let's, uh, on Friday, you can come talk to me. And if you have any challenge, I would like to listen to you. Or, you know, like it could be small things that you can start with. Uh, or you can say, hey guys, on working hours, we're going to go together uh, and we're going to go for a walk together in the park. You know, there's, there's, there's little things you can start with. You can be creative. And this investment, maybe in the, in the week, you wouldn't see the result and you'd be like, ah, we're wasting hours from our employees. We're not wasting hours, we're investing. It is so, so
1: true.
0: Yeah. So everybody watching, uh, feel free to ask us questions. Thank you everyone for the question. And we keep on with Santa and continue talking about mental health and performance. And I'm curious uh, to hear if you have any actual stories, um any stories from your experience of of something that uh you know wasn't done wasn't done the right way like like uh it could be your personal experience or it could be something that you've seen with a colleague or something you don't have to mention names but um you know uh, what what's something <laughs> we already have something okay
1: i think if if there are any hr uh, colleagues listening i think they already have like a huge list because uh <laughs> You see so many. I don't even have the adjective. You see so many things uh, happening every day, and as you work more and more, you do do kind of uh, try to not see them like so so clearly. Um, sometimes because it's just it's just too much, and sometimes it's just too hilarious. But I I, I have a a lot of good and and bad examples and. Um, uh if i could um, just um sh- shortly kind of give uh, both of them um i i did experience uh one time uh, having an end uh, uh like exit interview with a um co-worker where she started to having uh, started to have a panic attack and uh yeah if if somebody well most likely it was anxiety attack to be precise. So uh, if you know, somebody knows uh, something about it, it just comes uh, with no like reasonable cause, but, uh, but as I knew what to do, just uh, trying to, to help her with uh, being uh, calm. And if somebody has something like that, don't just say that they are overreacting or being too emotional or something like that. Just stay with them, stay calm. And, uh, most definitely they don't leave them alone um, yeah that's where I um, had this reassurance that having uh, this uh, psychology studies uh, they, they really are helping me to be better uh, HR specialist, just to know what to do in those situations and um, yeah one uh, one of the best examples I think for for uh, this um, attention to mental health uh, from uh, the company, from, uh, well, most of the cases it will be the direct manager, right? Because no matter what the company says, it's the direct manager that uh, manages you. So um, so it would be as relevant as possible. It uh, was from um, mid of the March when we had here in Latvia uh, this uh, situation. Um, well, not really a lockdown if you look worldwide, but uh, yeah, we had uh, this um, uh, situation here that everybody needed to uh, rearrange their lives and uh, start working from home, and uh, we just had started um, our uh, the the project from for uh, recruiting teachers, and uh, we had just two days ago first uh, on-site. Um, uh, like uh, the, I would say, case study, you know, just, uh, <laughs> just uh, some kind of a role play for them to try to be a teacher for uh, some hours. And uh, then we needed to kind of rearrange it to um, this new remote environment. And uh, as a team, we were not really sure that it could be done, that we could really uh, like assess if the person had the needed skills and uh as a lot of people i'm sure i had also some uh, like a personal stuff uh, that was uh, also coming on like uh, family issues or just um, you know having a small child at home while trying to uh, recruit somebody is not like the your dream job and uh yeah, the work was just piling up and, uh, and and you could see that a lot of uh, colleagues who had child, small children at home could not work at uh, like normal, regular working hours. And we were not sure about the process at all. So the anxiety was coming up. And I think what worked best was just to take some days off. And that's what our manager said, just guys, let's breathe. Let's try to regroup, try to figure it out. Um, here are some works that you could, could do, but uh, don't stress about it. And um, yeah, it was some kind of a guilt or like social uh, thing for, for the teammates. You know, somebody who has nothing, they're just uh, alone at home. They can work all day and nobody's distracting them. And uh, actually, they did take um, some um, of the work off of us, uh, parents. But uh, we worked at late hours, maybe sometimes very early hours, and it kind of like all figured out because you are super stressed and everybody needs some two weeks to uh, get used to the new situation. Around its statistics says around two weeks, it probably differs from person, but you just kind of take it down and you could see that also the manager is having a, a really tough time and the deadlines are coming up, but you just take off. And we successfully ended the project with a lot more candidates that we needed to find, and everything went super well. And I think a lot of times it was just because of taking time off, not taking more time on to finish this project, and I need to do it at this exact time. So yes, sometimes disconnecting is the best way to connect.
0: And uh, to connect the disconnection, Um, I actually want to ask you, uh, with respect with what you were saying about working remotely in times of global pandemic, what is uh, the first three tips or advices on the top of your head for somebody who's struggling with uh, mental health, working from home in times of pandemic? What would be three simple ideas or strategies you can share for people to uh, improve on that?
1: Well, I think that very um, successfully, and also for me uh, as I had background of uh, anxieties, I also had very hard time actually to kind of get used to this new situation. Um, but for me, and also studies um, say that it could help, is uh, just having a routine. I think a lot of times you have heard it already, but I, I won't say that you need to do exactly as you did before, like going to work, but uh, trying to find out the the new routine for you and for me, uh, it was kind of uh, having some movement in the mornings. Not always, I can say that it was like a real sports activity, <laughs> but just moving myself, um, starting to like yeah, starting your uh, system, your oxygen flow, and uh, and then having like nice relaxed uh, breakfast. And then going to work and it was just switching my butt to one chair to another but uh, it, it did help uh, like dressing up you don't need to have something very special it depends from you but just not always be in your pajamas um and uh, and disconnecting yeah just trying to find out the hours you will will work and maybe today it's like regular nine to five maybe today you need to take some time off after lunch we went uh we with my husband we we were eating lunch and then afterwards we went for a short walk uh it really helped have uh, some oxygen to us and then you just come back and you are more healthier and leave your phone at home you don't need to check your email all the time <laughs> the work will not run away from you so just finding something that uh, brings your spirits up, and it now it doesn't matter what it is, just as it's uh, a good habit, not a bad habit. And uh, as a bad, I mean, of course, those who are not healthy.
0: Yes, and uh, talking about these things, I'm curious to hear what is your take about uh, meditation and mindfulness, specifically. You know, on the one side on a personal basis and how it helps with mental health but also in terms of incorporated within teams within your companies have you tried uh, including such practices in the workplace uh, what are some successful practices that you've seen working well without interrupting the flow of at uh, the workplace um
1: well i think uh... A lot of Scandinavian companies and also in uh, Asia, you see they uh, offer possibility at work to have like silent rooms where you can go and meditate or go and have a nap for for 20 minutes and it has shown uh, a lot of uh, good data about it. Uh, uh, Because uh, people differ and it's uh, not always what we choose for us, it's just uh, who we are and how we are uh somebody needs to deal with the stress with kind of physically getting it out and somebody just needs to uh have this meditation and uh, just as we did that as uh, nobody saw but we kind of uh, had this uh, peace with ourselves and just reconnecting with uh, with your um in our mind and uh yeah so i i do say that it's uh, good and sometimes it People just need to remember that it does not have to be meditation like you see in movies <laughs> or in ads. Sometimes it's just sitting with your cool cup and drinking your tea slowly, watching outside the window. It, uh, sometimes it's just slow walk around your house or singing to your child while he tries to sleep. It, it doesn't have to be like actual uh, physical meditation process it, it can be anything that grounds you and uh, for somebody it will be uplifting um, uh, activity and for somebody it will be just reading a good book uh, or talking with somebody so um, i think you can incorporate all of them at a workplace just allowing to go over these feelings not ignoring them
0: I'm curious now to hear what's your personal, uh, you know, habits or meditation, mindfulness uh, practices that you have.
1: Uh, well, as a perfectionist, and I know it's, uh, I know that uh, Eva, the your previous uh, um, partner in crime had this thing for cleaning. Um, uh, I do have a lot of uh, OCD things for me too and uh, uh, but for me to have a good day the predetermination is to have a good morning and uh, it is to have a slow uh, breakfast and uh, just to kind of figure out what I need to do today and getting ready uh, slowly and uh, that's why I have become from a sleeper to an early early morning person. Well, I'm not a 5 a.m. club, but I, I I do need to get up early because I need to get ready, because it grounds me for whatever happens during the day. And um, yeah, going outside, we have a, a really big love uh, in our family to outdoor activities. And it's just uh, hiking, walking around as I come from uh, this amazing city here in Latvia, Sigolda, that everybody is now going to watch uh, autumn happening. So, yeah, just walking around. And a lot of studies has uh, shown that uh, walking and uh, talking uh, very uh, hard talks also helps. So just to have them, those talks and talk them through uh, in, in a more calm way. So... Yeah.
0: That is, that is actually a big, uh, was one of the biggest revelations for me when I started my coaching career. Because at the beginning, I would have some clients that would just come to me and pretty much 90, 95% of the time, it will be them talking. And by the end of the session, I was like, did I actually help them? you know, And and then they call me, man, this was the best session ever. It was amazing. And, and I found the research somewhere I don't know if I can find it uh, later and post it in the comments, but uh, it said that if you speak only to a wall for, I think for 40 or for 45 minutes, you get a lot of mental health benefits just speaking to a wall. Uh, and imagine if you have actually a human being that listens and understands and asks you the right questions. <laughs> so that was a, a moment of revel- a revelation for me uh, at the point.
1: Yeah. And you said it right Uh that if you have a person who listens because sometimes well you know if uh there is um your family member or close friend they try to give you advice but uh, it's uh and as i'm a very blabby person i like to talk well we could have this <laughs> uh, podcast for for hours um but uh, you need to listen and sometimes the other person really does not need any kind of comments from you just uh, approval that what they are saying is relevant and it's just a nod right
0: especially especially for you guys watching uh, we like to give advice and solve stuff <laughs> <laughs> and uh, often especially with the ladies I think it's it's a universal human thing but especially ladies often just like to be fully Apple. listened to <laughs> It just fully wants to be listened to and we guys want to fix it we want to solve it and so um, that's uh, something i'm still learning but uh, i think i'm getting better at uh, so something actually I'm, I'm curious to hear i'm you know i'm listening now so what do you what are you doing when you're feeling overwhelmed when you're feeling under stress and but your to-do list and the commitments you have are still, it's like a long to-do list. What what do you do in this situation?
1: I won't be really original. Uh, I have like two paths, right? So my algorithm works. If it's uh, super pressing and I do need it to be finished today, uh, then I will clean or, or organize something at home because during that process, I do just manual work and my... Uh, my head is clear and it can solve problems on its own. And, and very often it happens. And also research, uh, research uh, kind of uh, says that, that those things could help. Whatever manual labor you are doing, uh, That kind of lets your uh, brain work on its own. And uh, if I don't have to do it today, I just go to sleep. I'm, I'm, you know, all the memes you have out there when you have a pile of work and you just go to sleep. I do tend to do that. And... Uh, Uh, morning is better for me than evening in those cases because I do tend to get super uh, excited in both good and bad ways and nothing good has come out of that.
0: It's very interesting what you're saying. Uh, One of the first guests of the podcast was a friend of mine, Mark Harrison who's the CEO of the the T1 agency, 80 plus people agency in Canada Um, and he shared that he he likes to, when he needs to come up with an idea for this brief or this project, he thinks about it and he sets an intention right before bed. And usually he goes to sleep and he wakes up with this idea. This is, he uses it more like a strategy. <laughs> it, know, is, when... it is.
1: If somebody asks me something and I can't, I think we had this talk like last week when you said uh, asked me something about uh, the title or something. And I said, I really need to sleep on it. Uh, because a lot of stuff just comes up in the morning, right?
0: Yeah, and, and that actually reminds me of, uh, of another revelation that I, I had a, f- a couple of years ago. I, I met a friend, and and he shared something that I probably knew, but I didn't really understand. And he said, for an idea to evolve, we want to come to it a few times. So basically, you work, 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 you leave it, you do stuff you come back in a couple of days you see where you are and then you see it with a different perspective because sometimes we tend to want to have it all finished at the moment and not everything with creativity comes to us at the moment sometimes you need to just give it some space give it some pause like people say the beauty of music is in between the notes
1: yeah, and, and there are a lot, a lot of stuff. It's, it's just the basic uh, psychology, basic how our uh, mind works, uh, our uh, memory and just the cognitive functions uh, to not give any super hard terms. You just need to leave, as you said, those the ideas to breathe out kind of sink into you. It's uh, just like with good uh, bread, you need the dough to have some air in it. You just leave it be and it takes time so it's again with this and uh, most of the time uh, our brain as it uh, cannot get out toxins on its own it uh, it just needs uh, well not on its own it can but during the night (laughs) is is the best time so we need the sleep it's really really crucial to us so
0: yeah that's actually something that i learned recently when doing a research for Uh, for our upcoming book with co Cristobal Christopher Alonso, who's actually based in Riga in Latvia, uh, talking about Latvia. But uh, one of the things when I was researching, because perform methodology, which is the core of the book, uh, is an acronym. And one of the areas, the O stands for optimal energy. So sleep is part of the whole equation. And I, I read somewhere, about this whole idea that if you don't get good quality sleep at night, actually your, your mind cannot get rid of the toxins and they stay with you the whole next day. And I was like, oh my God, I need to be very careful about my sleep because I don't want to have these toxins. Uh, so interesting that you're mentioning it right now. And you know what whats uh, What I'm interested uh, to, to hear from you as well? I've seen that uh, there is... Um, there's some HR people watching and so on. And since uh, I usually work with a lot of HR people as as a consultant, as an external coach, and I'm super impressed by the how much actually work HR people have. Like, it's just insane, you know, hiring, recruitment, uh, paperwork, everybody shipping stuff to HR. <laughs> and on top of that, you have the, you know, the... Uh, we have to develop our people. We have to have plans. We have to have assessments. We have like, it's, it's just like crazy. And usually it's always more work than people working at the job can possibly handle. So I'm actually curious to talk about HR professionals mental health. What about that, you know? Are HR professionals stressed and who is taking care of HR people? If HR people are taking care of everybody else.
1: I think it's the golden question actually that you asked here. And, uh, uh, um, yeah, studies show it, and and you don't need studies, you see it in real life, that people who uh, work in industries or or just uh, professions that are um, highly um, in interaction with other humans, they burn out more, uh, like, faster and they get more exhausted. Uh, And, um, yeah, that's why sometimes just... Doing physical job, very hard physical job for long hours, is not as um, stressful and and just physically draining as actually working with your mind. Uh, to to say it very uh, bluntly, um, again, it differs from um, from companies and it differs from person. Um, I do hope that uh, my colleagues everywhere out there and uh, as i have worked also in the client uh, uh, relationships and client management it's 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 again crazy just finding something that lets you kind of gain your energy back that's something that sparks joy to you to say in wise women word, uh yeah so just just being listening to yourself and talking with somebody else because if you need to hear all day long, other people problems, other people, um, just worries and, and nice things, you, you do get to hear nice things also, They're happy thoughts and happy things happening with them. You just need to talk it off. And I do suggest not to do that to your partners or just family members. Yeah, they are not like free therapists. <laughs> it will impact your uh, relationship with them not in a good way so don't bring work at home just find some some other people and i hope that there are groups like hr groups sometimes it is your co-worker that you laugh off the the weirdness of your job and uh, and i say many thanks to people who have listened to my (laughs) weird things that have happened in my career Uh, so I
0: do hope that it's just a circle. And I actually want to emphasize here, everybody who's watching and who is not an HR professional, I really want you guys to have some empathy for these people. Yes, they might be two hours late with the paper that you requested and they promised, but if you know how much work they have to handle, uh, I mean just just let's let's say some love to H- all the HR people out there and uh, take care of them because they're taking care of us you know these are the the host of the company that is taking care of everybody else so let us be a little bit more um, give more care to and empathy to these people out there Santa it's been such an amazing uh, journey talking to you right here right now I actually want to ask you a, a question Uh, We've been going around this topic a little bit, but uh, what does productivity mean to you? What is your definition of productivity?
1: Um, I would say that uh, for me, productivity means um, uh, doing um, the best uh, things that I can do, uh, that I have enough resources or skills, and uh, doing it in uh, the most efficient way. And... uh, as we said sometimes it's not the fastest but uh, just doing it right in the first place uh, with uh, my full heart in it and uh, full skill sets in it
0: i love that you're including heart in the word productivity i'm always uh, owing for mindful productivity and uh, just to wrap up uh, this session and uh, I can speak to you as you say the whole day maybe a week <laughs> so <laughs> curious to um, to have another call with you later on and maybe bring you again on the podcast but i wanted to to hear your final message or suggestion um it's been 6 months since uh, we've been hit by covid-19 this global pandemic a lot of people struggling with uh, you know physical health with uh, being laid off from the job, not having a job actually, or being at the job but now they have to work remotely, there's a lot of challenges. Everybody's going through transformation, as we like to call it in you know PR messages. Um, so, what would be your message for people who are going through things right now? Um, what would be your final kind of a message that you want to leave us with?
1: i would say for people to not lose hope and i i do hear how it sounds uh, but uh, just uh, know why you are doing things that you are doing don't lose focus on that Um, and uh, things will get better they always do and why would this time be different and uh, just do some small tasks give yourself some small victories uh, sometimes and and for a lot of people who struggle with mental health, sometimes it is even getting out of bed in the morning. But uh, reward yourself and don't be too too hard on yourselves. Just it's it's sometimes just one day when you get up and take a shower, and it's super. And I'm very very proud of everyone who who gets through that and uh, just uh, being your biggest fan, right?
0: Absolutely love it. In many ways, if you find yourself, if you're aware about going through such a situation, just simply giving yourself a little bit of self-care and self-love and and actually lowering your expectations. Hey, look, you're having a bad day. You're having a bad week. That's all right. You know, the the most productive thing you should do and you could do is actually to take care of yourself. You know, everything is not one day. You have the whole life in front of you. So, you know, take good care of yourself. Take care of people around you. Focus on helping out. You know, I can't uh, emphasize this enough. When you start helping others, you feel better yourself. So, how can you be there for the people that you care about? Your colleagues, your coworkers, your friends, your family. And uh, then you get into this space where you can be back. much sooner than expected to to a more productive uh, place. So thank you so much, uh, Santa, for sharing this. And finally, where could people um, connect with you, learn more about what you do, and so on?
1: Uh, I'm super open to communication. I would really like uh, for, if I can help in any way, uh, uh, find me on Facebook, find me on LinkedIn, just uh, write to me uh, and um, we will find connection and if there are some kind of uh, questions about mental health or just how to feel better, uh, I do suggest uh, uh, reading uh, psychology today. Uh, it's, uh, it's a cool page and uh, a lot of stuff is science-based and uh, but written so you could understand it and they have a lot of answers to a lot more questions.
0: Thank you guys for listening, and if you're looking for somebody to help you step up your team performers and boost your productivity, make sure to check out storyandjankov.com for online workshop solutions and programs designed to help you go through the current situation in a smoother manner. Stay safe and keep moving forward.